Hey everyone, thanks for visiting A Rude World. I am your host, Ruben Franco, and George. Holy shit, what a fucking weekend. Last weekend was, um, first off, I'm hella hungry, so... Uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to chomp on some Taco Bell. Mm. My freaking schedule's all fucked up because of a um, <clears throat> whole Labor Day shit. Um, but yeah, dude, last weekend, wow. Went to the comedy store in LA, me and my big brother. Went to go see um, Tony Hinchcliffe. Um, probably one of the funniest shit. One of the funniest things I've seen in a fucking long time. Um, I've seen Chappelle live um, in San Francisco. But he was mostly promoting his documentary film. Um, so he had like a really short, like 10, 15 minute set. Um, but that shit was hella funny, but I saw Damon Wayne's, uh, was it last month? Maybe a couple months ago. Surprised how funny he still is. Um, but Tony Hinchcliffe. Wow. That was, um, it was just on a whole nother level. Um, it was cool. We freaking, uh, we were sitting front row. So my brother's a, he's a pretty big dude. So he stands out. And, um, the one thing he noticed is like, uh, everyone that was sitting in the front row around the stage, there's all kind of normal looking people. So right off the bat, he was like, yeah, dude, we're gonna, he's on me, especially him, especially like, I'm going to get it. He's going to get roasted. And he did. And it was cool because, you know, my brother's a good sport about it. Um, he was basically giving shit to Tony so he could talk shit. Um, but it was it was a hell of a night. That shit was hella fun. Um, this was um, last Thursday. I think September 1st. Yeah, I think it was on the first. Yeah, so we drove up um, to L.A. Freaking hell of traffic. There was like a small fire on the Altamont. So it took us a good like seven, almost eight hours from the Central Valley all the way to L.A. Um, but yeah, yeah, we, we, we got there. We left Thursday morning. Um Got there Thursday afternoon, almost evening time. Got to our room around 5 o'clock. It was a 10.30 showing. Um, yeah, just got ready. Uh, went out. Um, just stopped by a little a little bar. Had a couple of drinks. Um, I forgot what the bar was called. The Shirley? Surly or Shirley Bar? Right there in West Hollywood. Um, it was right down the street from the, the comedy store. So we stopped there. 
Um, then we head to the comedy store. We get there kind of early, like around eight, nine o'clock, I would say. Um, really cool experience. I've never been there before. So outside the comedy store, it's like, it's just like a bar and you're able just to hang out there. You can't really go inside cause the, it's just the, the rooms that are inside. So until showtime starts, you can just hang out outside at the bar. So we're hanging outside and we just start spotting like comedians. So, um, the first big name that my brother saw was Bobby Lee. So we saw Bobby Lee and I was like, Oh shit, that is Bobby Lee. So, you know, we, we kind of figured we'd, we'd say what's up to him at some point. Um, so I go to the bar, get some drinks and then I guess Bobby Lee passes by my brother and he's like, Hey bro, like, can we take a picture? And he's like, Oh yeah, of course. And he's like, Oh, hold on. Let me find my little brother. And, uh, Bobby Lee was cool. So he was all, he's like, Hey man, I'm going to be around here for a while. You know, let's wait for your little brother to show up. So I was like, okay, cool. So, um, yeah, get our drinks. We're just chilling. We see Bobby Lee. Um, He's with the, you know, with the group, probably knows them. Uh, they're all at a table. So we're like, oh, okay, you know, if we pass by him at some point uh, tonight, then we'll ask him. If not, no big deal, man. I mean, we, we don't want to, um, you know, you don't want to be that, that guy, right? You know, where you're just constantly bugging and pushing for, for a freaking interview and shit and pictures. And it's like, yeah, dude, like. Bro, I'm in my mid thirties, so it just seems seems kind of uh, seems kind of odd to be doing that. Um, but no, no. But Bobby Lee was cool. So eventually, um, you know, he gets up, he walks past us, and we're like, "Hey, is it cool if we get that picture?" And he's like, oh, "Yeah, of course." So, you know, puts a smile on his face real quick, takes a picture. Uh, you know, I totally understand. It, it looked like he was just like, "Okay, let's get this over with," you know. Um, but it was cool. It was really cool. Um, so then we, we started noticing a couple other people. So I saw, I saw this one guy named Ocean who opened up for Damon Wayne's when I went to go watch him a couple months ago here in Pleasanton in the East Bay. Mm, really funny dude. When he came up on stage and he did his set. I actually felt scared for Damon Wayans. I was like, holy shit, dude, this dude's pretty funny. Like, I haven't heard Damon Wayans do stand-up in a very, very long time. I didn't even know he really did stand I just know him more as an actor. Um, so Ocean, he does a set, and like, this dude's freaking hella funny. I was like, oh, shit. So we saw Ocean. I saw him walk by, and I was like, oh, shit. Like, I'm, you know, say what's up to him um, when he walks past again. Uh, didn't see him again for the rest of the night. Um, didn't see him perform. He might have been in the other room. Because um, we, I believe our show was in the main room. I mean, I think they have a ballet room and... Um, what's the other one? Original room or some shit like that? I don't know. Um, then my brother noticed a, a couple people um, from... It's a show called Roast Me, I think. Um just some LA dudes that LA comedians that they just, they just hang out and they just roast each other. It's like a YouTube show and all they do is just talk shit. 
So, um, since I watched Kill Tony, I know one of the guys, David Lucas, a freaking hilarious dude. Um, and then he shows up and I see him walk in and I was like, oh shit. And I told my brother, I was like, hey bro, there's David Lucas. And my brother's all excited because he, he put me on David Lucas like a while back, but I just never really, um, no, I just never really took the time out to, to watch his videos and stuff like that. But my brother's, he, he's been watching roast me for years. And then he knows, he notices this other little guy. Um, I think his name's Boo Capone. And he's on Roast Me, and my brother noticed him. And it was just cool, man. It's just a cool atmosphere. It's just all these comedians. Um, you can kind of tell the comedians, you know, when they come in. They, you know, security doesn't really check them, you know, as thoroughly as they as they did for us. Um, and then they kind of all say what's up to the other comedians. So it's like, okay, you know, that's somebody. Um, so yeah, yeah, we saw, we saw a few people, it's cool, and they're just all walking around, you know, it's really chill, um, I remember I got up to use the bathroom, I go up to use the bathroom, I go around the back, and I just noticed that's where all the other comedians are, and that's where David Lucas was at, Bobby Lee, and I was like, oh shit, so I come back, and I told my brother, I was like, damn, that's cool, man, they're all just fucking chilling back there, um, so my brother eventually, has to go to the bathroom, he goes, and then he's gone for a little while, and I'll say, oh, I bet you he's freaking chatting it up with them, he comes back, and then he's all, uh, he's all, yeah, bro, I saw a freaking, he's, I don't know if you know who he is, but Boo Capone, he's from that Roast Me show, and he act like he hella knew me, <laughs> it was hella funny when he told me the story, he, um, he's like, hey, Boo Capone, and he, the dude that hella acted like he knew my brother, and he's like, oh, shit, what's up, big man? gave him a hug, um, he's like, damn, bro, like, how, where, how you been, how you been, how's everything, my brother's like, oh, that's, like, everything's good, you know, uh, he's like, hey, uh, where's, uh, Patrick McLeod, Patrick McLeod's another guy from that Roast Me show, and he's like, oh, he's probably around here somewhere sucking some dick, <laughs> oh, dude, that show's hella funny, and, uh, that was cool, man, like, everyone's just chilling, everyone's having a good time, uh, before the show starts, so, um, yeah, we're just chilling. The next thing you know, yeah, it's almost 1030. You know, it's time to head inside. They're telling everyone, hey, you know, if you're here for Tony, this is where you're going to need to go. I'm going to take one more bite. Hold on. That's hella good. <coughs> um, so it's cool. You know, we walk in. There's like a little lobby area. Um, hella freaking like pictures of all the comedians that perform there. Um, saw like Dave Chappelle, uh, freaking, uh, Michael Rappaport, um, just everybody, right? Um, they kind of give you, um, they kind of give you like little, uh, uh, instructions, you know, like no heckling, all this stuff, try not to stand up, you know, don't walk on stage, you know, all this shit. So they finally let us in and I didn't know our seats were that close. I don't think they were supposed to be that close because they had a $200 ticket, a $100 ticket, and I believe it was $25 ticket. So I bought the $100 one. That was the only one available when I went to go purchase them. Um, but I guess it says stage seats on it. I don't know what that meant. I figured if you have $200 ticket, you're going to be the closest one. 
So we get up there and the guy's like, oh, hey, um, who's stage? Who's stage seats? And then he pointed at me. He's like, you guys are stage, right? I'm not going to say no. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, we got stage. So dude freaking walks us up, walks us right to the freaking front of the stage. Um, we're off to the far right, though. So we're like against like the wall. Um, but we're right fucking there. My brother's flipping out like, dude, no fucking way. He's all, did you actually get these tickets? And I was like, bro, just shut up and let's not say anything. And let's just watch the show because <laughs> I don't I don't think these are our seats. Mm. But, you know, what? no one said anything. And out of all the the tables in the front row, there was a table next to us where like no one sat. So. Um, I don't know. I guess it, I guess it wasn't, you know, wasn't that full. I mean, the whole room was full, but if they had an open table in the front, you know, I don't feel too bad. Um, so yeah, I, this, um, the show starts the first guy that comes out. It was like some Mexican dude. Um, something Jimenez. I don't know. It might've been Joel Jimenez. Really funny guy. Really funny guy. Um, never heard of him before. Looked him up after. I was like, oh shit, you know, I think he's like a drummer or something. Really cool. Um, that guy was pretty funny. And then next was, um, I forgot her name. Something Kerrigan. She was hilarious. She was roasting the shit out of my brother, talking hella shit to him. They were, her and my brother were going back and forth. It was really cool. It was really cool. Um. So yeah, she was she was really funny. I was surprised. Like you, me and my brother were like, "Dude, this girl's funny." Um, and then uh, there was this other guy came out. You know, a couple other couple other guys came out, and they were, um, they're okay. One guy looked like it was like his first time. Um, you know, I kind of saw him like shaking a little bit, and you can just kind of tell, you know. So, um. But, you know, everyone did good. And then uh, right after that was um, David Lucas. And David Lucas is fucking funny ass dude. And he was saying some shit. Um, we were kind of, because David Lucas is, you know, he's a roaster. So we were kind of expecting him to like talk some shit to the crowd. And we're sitting up front. So we're expecting for him to talk some shit to us. But surprisingly, he didn't say anything. Um he didn't really roast anybody in the crowd. Um, so I was, yeah, I was a little surprising, but his set was still funny. And then after that was Tony, Tony Hinchcliffe. Dude, it's fucking hilarious. He, it started off kind of slow. And then, yeah, like it took like a few minutes and it just started picking up. And this dude was just on a roll. And then you can tell like he kind of like stopped his normal set. And was like, okay, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to start looking at the crowd now and see what I can do here. And I saw my brother. And, oh, shit. He freaking gave it to him. He nailed some shit down about both of us, where he thinks we're from, what you got right, you know, um, you know, what kind of people we are, what's our ethnicity, all that shit. And dude's freaking spot on. Um, hella funny. Hella funny. But my brother's a good sport about it. I know Tony probably freaking appreciated that. 
Um, but it was, it was super cool. Super cool. Um, my brother freaking loved it. The whole time on our way back, we were just talking about the show, talking about, like, dude, we need to come out here again. So I'm already trying to check the schedules for the comedy store and see what, um, you know, see what big name's going to be coming through. Because, um, damn, that shit was hella funny. And then my other brother, he wants to go too now. So we're like, screw it. Let's just make it a whole freaking um, couples thing between me and my brothers. Bring the ladies out. Because we know they would freaking, they would have a fucking blast too. Um, um, super cool. So that was, that was my Thursday. And then Friday we drove back. Horrible traffic. I think it took us nine hours to get home. It was just, uh, fuck, what was that? Nine, seven, like 16 hours of driving in two days. But big props to my brother, though, because he drove most of the way. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was, fuck, that was, that was a hell of an experience. Yeah, can't wait to go back. Cannot wait to go back. Um, I know me and my girl got tickets to um, go see Cell Volcano from Impractical Jokers. Uh, we're going to be going to see him in December, I think it is. Uh, I believe it's in San Jose. Fuck, I gotta double check. It needs to be San Jose. I hope I, that's the one I got. Um, but yeah, that should be that should be pretty cool. We're big fans of the Impractical Joker show. Um, yeah, yeah, it's really that's gonna that's gonna be a lot of fun. And I know my girlfriend's a huge fan of it. Um, so it should be a good night. Um, let's see. Next week, Wednesday, September fourteenth, I have uh, open mic at. Um, Tommy T's in Pleasanton, and then the following day, it should be another open mic at Finnegan's in Stockton. So, yeah, I'm excited for next week. Um, I spent last night uh, writing some writing some stuff down, trying to piece some stuff together, and then this weekend for sure is when I'll I'll try to have everything set for for next Wednesday. Um. Yeah, yeah, and and just that trip to the comedy store just freaking painted a picture of you know this is what I would like to do. This is what I really want to do. Um, yeah. So I just got a freaking text message. Good morning, and may God bless you. Eight six four number. Yeah, that was another shitty thing. Um. Apparently, someone stole my debit card information and was buying shit on 1-800-Flowers. <laughs> yeah. It was like, I think almost $500, over $500 worth of, worth of charges. It was like five different charges. Yeah. So, I had to cancel that yesterday. And... 
hoping to get my credit or my debit card soon. The only thing that sucks is like you got to freaking everything that you have your card set up for like Netflix, all these freaking streaming and Apple music and, um, fuck whatever else I have it for. Um, just all the shit you have your credit card linked to for automatic pay. I have to go in and freaking do all that shit again. That's going to suck. Um, but, oh well. Um, let's see. What else I got? Yeah, mainly just excited about that. Um, freaking Monday, yesterday, had the night off of work. Um, doesn't really feel like it. I mean, yeah, it does, but I got off of work yesterday morning and I got to go back into work tonight. So, you know, you don't really get that full day like you feel like you would if you work during day shift. But that's what I get for working nights. Um, But can't complain. They just freaking adjusted our salaries at work. Um, So we all got a little bit of extra bump in our pay. So can't complain cannot complain um yeah it's uh my birthday next month be turning 30 next not next month next week next friday um not sure what we're gonna do i usually don't plan shit for my birthday i'm not a big birthday party guy um Oh, I thought I heard something in the house, but yeah, not a big birthday party guy. Um, usually just go out to eat. Like I'm good with that. Like if we pick a restaurant, you know, set a date, set a time, you know, invite the family. And even if it's just me, my girl, my son, like I'm, I'm good with that. I enjoy you know, those, uh, those little birthday dinners and stuff like that. But I know, I'm sure my friends, they usually hit me up and we'll say, Hey, let's go, you know, let's go grab a drink somewhere. But even then it's like a local bar or something or like a restaurant, um, not going freaking clubbing or anything like that. I know last year we went downtown and we jumped around from like bars, um, but that got me in trouble with my girl, so yeah. Even though you don't do anything, you still get in trouble. <laughs> um, but no, this year I'm not quite sure. I mean, thirty-five. I don't know. Is that something that you celebrate? I have no idea. Is that like a big number, or do you just stick to the decades? 30, 40, 50, or does 35, does 35 count as a, an excuse to have a big celebration? I don't know. And if so, what should I do? We usually go on vacation. So that's, that's one of the things we do. Take the family to, I think Reno, we went to Reno in 2000. 2020, I think it was, because we went during COVID. I think we went to Reno. 
um, last year, I have no idea what we did. Um, there's a good chance we went to, damn, where did we go? Might've been Disneyland. I think we might've went to Disneyland. So we go to Disneyland a lot. We are a Disney family. We're there, um, not as much as we used to because ever since COVID hit, they got rid of the annual passes. And every time we try to go and sign up for the new pass, I think it's called a magic key. It's always sold out. So now we don't get a chance to, uh, to go as often as we like. Um, but as soon as they open up those magic passes, I'm pretty sure we're going to grab them and then, uh, we'll be going a little bit more often again. The last time we went, um, was it a couple months ago? I think it was. Yeah. A couple months ago, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. A couple months ago. Cause we went to Arizona and then we stopped at Disneyland on the way back. Um, <clears throat> but even before that, I think we went earlier in the year. We took my nephew for the first time, um, his first time at Disneyland. And then we just took him to Universal Studios. Um, not the same, <laughs> definitely not the same. Um, yeah, we're Disney fans. So as soon as we got to Universal, as you just start pointing out all of the all of the um all the shit that Disney just would have done better. <laughs> more detailed stuff at Disneyland, more things to look at. Um the one thing I do like about Universal though is the studio ride. I think that's really cool. Kind of shows you the back lots. Um we went to go see I think we were there the first day that they brought out um the, I don't know what you would call it, the stage, not the stage, the freaking, oh, damn, what is it called? Just all the, all the stuff that they made for the movie Nope, the Jordan Peele movie that came out uh, a couple months ago, um, kind of like a sci-fi movie. So there's a part in it where that they film like at a, like kind of like a Western a little theme park. So they moved that theme park and reconstructed it at Universal. And during the studio tour, it takes you right through it. So that was pretty cool. We had like videos. We took some videos of it. Maybe I'll put up a picture or something. But um, yeah, really cool. Really cool. That's one of the, the cool places that I like at Universal. The rides, um, I feel like it's too much of the the sitting in front of the screen and the 3d glasses and all that. Um, it's kind of messes with your eyes and your head after a while. So not, not a huge fan on that, but you know, it is something to do something different. Um, yeah. So I'm not quite sure what we're going to be doing for a vacation this year. Um, around my birthday, I mean, but we'll, we'll have to figure something out. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm going to keep this one kind of short, you know, basically just wanted to go over, um, just the whole comedy store, you know, trip and experience really cool. I, I think it's important that anyone that's in comedy goes out there and checks out a show.
And if you've been there before, let me know what you think. How was your experience? When's the best time to go? Who'd you see? Yep. All right, everyone. So I'm going to wrap it up here. We're at about 28 minutes. Uh, Thank you for your time. Appreciate you visiting. Thank you and peace. peace.